Hey, it's Andrew, and I wanted to thank you for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. Did you know that you can subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast on Apple Podcasts or Pocket Casts or wherever you get your podcasts to have new episodes delivered to your feed twice a week on Wednesday and Friday? All you have to do is pick up your phone, navigate to your podcast app, and search for Door County or Door County Pulse podcast and click subscribe. If you're a longtime listener or if this is your first episode, we hope you enjoy the Door County Pulse podcast. It's finally spring. Finally. There's sun outside. And there's so much to do. I was checking the events calendar and like finally we've got all of these big events coming up. It feels like the start of the season again. Yeah, it's, it's ramping up. The All these restaurants are starting to open up again. And like all our all our winter friends are saying goodbye because they will be working for the next five months right. nonstop. It's a little melancholy, but yep. exciting there's at the same time. There's a little sadness about that, but now I can go see them while they work, which I'm sure they love. Right. They're wondering why you're not working. Yes. Well, let's get into it. I'm Andrew Clyden. I'm Miles Danhausen. And this is your weekend primer. All weekend long is the Bailey's Harbor Brown Trout Tournament. Over $8,000 in cash and prizes is up for grabs, paying out to the top 40 fish. Grab your buddies in your cold weather gear and head out on the big lake for the first open water fishing tournament of the year. How long has the Brown Trout Tournament been going on? I have no idea. Long time though, right? <laughs> no, no, it's been around for a, a long time. Very popular in Bailey's Harbor. Really a, a different group that rolls in for that. Right. Well, I know that like my big marker that spring has finally come is when I can't find a parking space in front of the Pulse because oh, yeah. everybody comes up for the tournament. And I mean, you've got people parked with all of their boat trailers over by the firehouse. And it just, it's like the first big festival in Bailey's Harbor. Yeah, this is when we really need a lot more parking because, gosh, seven or eight spots away from the office, it's a tough walk. I know. I can't believe I have to park over at the library and walk <laughs> a little bit to work. On Saturday, April 27th, is the Barney Fun Run and Walk. Join Sister Bay running man Barney for his daily four-mile run. All proceeds go to a charity of Barney's choice. For more information, visit BarneyFunRun.com. Miles, this is happening in your hometown of Sister Bay. Yep, and I'm doing it. You are? Yep. I ran it last year with Barney, and uh, I used to work with Barney at the Sister Bay Bowl. Great guy, and he runs every day. He's just a legend of the Sister Bay area. Yeah, I uh, I always tell people, if you don't know who Barney is yet, all you have to do is spend an afternoon in Sister Bay. He'll be the guy running shirtless through the town, no matter what time of year it is. Yep. I think the first time middle I ever winter. saw him. Yeah, it was in the middle of winter. was the first time I ever saw him. I was having lunch at Husby's, and I looked out, and there was a shirtless man running in like one of the coldest days of the year. Yep. And he's just, every day, he's always out there. Yep. And jumping in the lake, too. That's the other thing. Doesn't matter if it's, you know, 30 degrees out. He'll be in the water. I didn't have the guts to jump in the water with him last year. Maybe I'll work my way into that this year if I'm brave. But Barney, yeah, he he got in an accident like 50 years ago. Uh, suffered nerve damage, so he doesn't actually feel the the freezing cold. That, or at least not to the extent that we would. So that's why he's able to run shirtless and then also jump in the icy cold waters. It's if you didn't know who he was and you were just a tourist going through town and then you looked over and just saw this guy jumping into the ice on some of these days, it would probably really freak you out. Yeah, this is a cool event though. It's it's a four mile run walk. I think that there's different tiers of the run too. So if you just want to walk a short portion of yeah, it. Yeah, there's like a 1.8 mile run walk portion. Right. And uh, the proceeds all go to a charity of Barney's Choice. So mm -hmm. 
which is great. Also on Saturday, let a chorus of frogs surround you during an evening at Nature's Opera, an evening hike at the Ephraim Nature Preserve. Trails are relatively flat, but can be a little rocky, so wear good walking shoes and bring a flashlight. This hike is free and open to the public. So I included this one not only because it's the perfect weather to get out and do your first like hike of the year, right? But at the same time, uh, you've got the peepers going and the the peepers have been a topic of conversation at the Pulse office ever since I've been here. Um, Dave Elliott loves his peepers. And I actually didn't know that the peepers were frogs until like two days ago. Yeah. So you always thought these were just like when you said peepers, you thought that referred to just like the birds chirping? Yes. I thought it was a a specific type of bird uh, called a peeper or a bunch of birds that make a noise together. And that was the the spring peepers. And that's how you knew, I guess, that the birds were back or something. I don't know what I thought. But then I found out they're little frogs. And Dave's going to hate me for putting this out there. But basically the way that I might get excited about um, Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks right now or a great Packers game, that's how Dave gets when the peepers arrive like he he geeks out on it he loves and it is really cool don't get me wrong sorry Dave but like he gets abnormally excited about the peepers Miles why don't we take a quick break and when we come back we have a special guest who's going to talk to us about every day is Earth Day a weekend long event that's taking place at the Donald and Carol Crest Pavilion in Egg Harbor beep Doctor, doctor, the patient doesn't have a pulse. That's impossible, nurse. The Peninsula Pulse is available free everywhere. Hurry up, give him one. But doctor, I can't find a pulse. Nonsense, nurse. The Peninsula Pulse is in all the shops, restaurants, and hotels from Kiwani to Gills Rock. Hey, doc, I'm feeling better already. Hello, nurse. Are you free for dinner? My goodness, doctor. The Peninsula Pulse has resuscitated his social life. The Peninsula Pulse newspaper. Free on newsstands everywhere. Check it, read it, use it. Okay, we are back. All weekend long at the Donald and Carol Crest Pavilion is Every Day is Earth Day. And and here to chat with us about this event is Jess Renke, event director and property manager at the Crest Pavilion. How's it going, Jess? Good, good, good. We're just uh, getting ready for the three-day event this weekend. Um, I've uh, talked to the compost monster. She's made some sightings around town to do some guerrilla marketing. She definitely did come into the office and go through our trash, which was great. Right, yep. Found some banana peels that shouldn't have been in there, so I brought them back to my (laughs) compost heap. Was able to stop by Wasita Farms after and do a little bit of turning of their pile. So what here at the Pulse, we don't have a compost pile going on right now. Ever since this place has been under construction for the, like the last three years, but it's now settling in. So what do we need to do to have a, a compost, um, start composting in the office without it being disgusting? Well, I think the first thing that you need to do is probably build a compost box or get a bin outside. And then if you really watch your greens and your browns, then you're able to kind of keep away the the varmints. Okay. So take out your compost right away. So you'll probably have a lot of food scraps, which are basically yeah. their greens. And so you'll want to take some soil or some hay or, you know, grass clippings that are dead and put it on top of any of that green material. All right. Shredded paper too, actually, would be, you guys probably have a lot of yeah, that. Yeah, we shred so, paper. Yeah, yeah. And is the ink a problem though, if you is shred it, paper? Well, is it soy-based? Uh, yes, yes. So then you're fine. Okay. Yeah, so shred the paper and mix it all up and turn it and yeah. Tell us a little bit about the event. So it's a three-day event. It's happening all weekend long. Uh, Why don't you break down each day? Because as I understand it, there's a bunch of different events that are going on throughout the weekend, right? Yeah. So we kick off on Friday, actually, with a Green Door Legacy Roundtable at 6. The focus on that was inspired kind of by the pulse and the sustainability and the housing issue. So we have um, a great panel. We've got 
Verge Temi, who is a green architect. Um, Amber Beard is a sustainable tourism expert. And Mariah Good, who's with the Dora County. She's a zoning Zoning administrator is administrator. the easiest way to say it. Yeah, yeah. I think they call it like land use and planning or something like that. It's very long, but zoning director is good. Yeah, and then it, we're going to have it moderate, moderated actually by miles, so... Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. That's uh, some, those are three really smart people. I actually graduated high school with Amber Beard and she's been basically since high school, been traveling the world working on like sustainable uh, architecture and development projects and teaching people. She's actually written some stuff for us here at The Pulse over the years. And yeah, following her Instagram feed is actually pretty crazy. It makes you feel pretty jealous about where she's like, oh, you're in Hong Kong now. Oh, you're in Vietnam. Like, (laughs) how is this happening? Mm -hmm. Um, But she's great. Mariah is, nobody knows land use and housing issues as well as Mariah Good does in the county. Um, And then Verge has all this background in um, kind of one of the most forward-thinking architects up here, really trying innovative projects around the county. She's the person behind Goose and Twigs that just opened up in Sister Bay. And she's done some sage homes, which are basically like smaller footprint, energy efficient homes that she's built a couple of in the county. And um, yeah, it should just be a really interesting conversation about what what we can do to make homes a little greener, but really about what we can do to make them more affordable and what what tactics might work. What time do the festivities kick off on Friday and what time is the panel starting? Uh, it's at six o'clock. So doors open at six and the panel will probably start around 630. Um, and then after that, we actually have a reception where we'll have snacks from Door Artisan Cheese, Get Real Cafe. We've got Hatch Distilling is going to be shaking up cocktails. Um, and then we have we'll have some kick-ash cookies and some Island Orchard cider and shipwreck brewing is going to bring in a keg of beer. So we'll have like snacks and drinks and karaoke, even if you're into it. Nice. Uh, tell us about Wait, what how does, how does the karaoke fly in at the end? Hey, here? listen. So last year we did karaoke and it actually was hosted by Caleb Frostman, who before he became a big deal, um, you know, he's he loves KJing and he actually is like an amazing singer. So we're hoping that maybe he'll make time to come back. Uh-huh. But either way, we've got like when we put in our sound system at the crest, we actually had a karaoke mode created so that the microphone won't dip when there's music playing behind it. So we just you can literally like YouTube any karaoke song and it'll come up with the lyrics. So, you know, we just want to throw it in there because, hey, we don't, you know. Who knows what's going to happen? Right, exactly. So. Well, and that's something that I've been, you know, that I appreciate about the different stuff that you do at the Crest is that it's this huge gamut of different things. And like every time I go in there, I see a new uh, poster for something that's coming up and it, it just runs the gamut from all sorts of different stuff. So karaoke isn't a surprise to me and it sounds like it'd be a really great way to kind of wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. So from housing to karaoke. Yeah. Hey, and I told Amber, I mean, she spent so much time in Asia. She's probably she's got to be into the karaoke. She should be. Yeah. So I'm hoping to talk her into doing some singing. (laughs) What do we have going on on Saturday? Uh, So Saturday is kind of the big, big day in terms of we've got 18 different Earth Care exhibitors that will have booths upstairs. And then from 10 to 4, we'll have talks and workshops all day, along with some kids activities. Kind of um, a few of the big kids activities that we'll have is we'll have, you know, open door bird Sanctuary is going to be doing a demo. We have Anne from Serenity Bridge. She's going to be doing some kids yoga. And then we'll have food for purchase from Wasita Farms and Greens and Grains. Some of the talks that we're doing, we've got Gardening 101 all the way to, you know, going solar. Um, We've got The Ridges is doing a presentation on birds, bugs, and backyards. We've got a ton of different things. Soil and composting at home. This is all like, as, as you're reading these off, I'm just thinking back on years of sustainability issues that we've put out that we have touched on a lot of these topics. And if you go back like 11, 12 years ago, and we would talk 
is is John Hippensteel a part of the mm-hmm. solar portion? So I went out and toured his property years ago when he was like trying to convince people like, no, solar is viable. Like you can actually use this and power a home. And if, you know, in time it's going to become cheaper and wind is going to become cheaper. And it was like such a huge hurdle to clear to try and get people even thinking that way. And now it's like kind of standard, like down the Harbor Fish Market Grill has big solar panels on the wall. Like the the Ridges New Nature Center is a LEED certified building. Like it's amazing how quickly these things went from being fringe, just kind of scoffed at ideas to just really working their way into um, just how we're building and how we're developing now. Yeah. So he'll actually have a booth with the um, Lake Michigan Wind and Sun yeah. his company. And he... On display, they actually dropped it off yesterday. Are one of the solar flares? Oh, cool! Um, is parked in our parking lot. It's not hooked up, but it's like just kind of a display of what it would look like. That's cool. Um, and Renew Wisconsin actually is going to be at the festival, so they basically are a nonprofit that helps people convert to renewable energy. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, so they'll be there. I mean, we'll have Celebrate Water will be there, the Clearing Climate Change Coalition, Cool Choices. That's a really interesting organization, too. So, like, think of, like, a fitness challenge that, like, a big company can do, like, you know, jog so many times. So this is, like, a green challenge. So they come in and they work with companies to get their um, employees to try to do things in their home and in their lives that are more green. Very cool. So, yeah, I mean, we'll have a ton of nature-wise, Newport Wilderness Society, NWTC, Sustained Door, Wild Ones. I mean, those are just a few of the organizations. And this is kind of a, a next evolution of what used to be called maybe the, was it a sustainability fair or sustained door sustainability fair or something like that? And they're still doing their festival. Okay. So yep. that's okay. Yep. They're actually on. So this idea was born out of Celebrate Earth Week, which was, which is basically like a calendar of green events. Um, and Sustained Door is on the steering committee for, okay. the, for the event. So yeah, Excellent. it's, it's kind of a bookend. So theirs is in the is in the other in the fall, I believe. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then on day three, yes. what do we have to wrap up? So we have um, it's called Five XP, and um, what the P's stand for are prose, poetry, photography, performance art, and praise. So there are going to be musicians. Um, there are some different people reading poetry, and then um, kind of scrolling on the big screen, we'll have photography um, from the Frickman Gallery. So um, it's an, an artistic reflection on the earth at six p.m. on Sunday. Does the Crest have any other events that are coming up soon? That you wanted to talk about? Yeah. So um, I'm really excited about our Door County Wellness Festival that's happening um, Mother's Day weekend, actually. So again, it's three days of talks and workshops and immersion excursions. A few of the hot topics that people are seem to be really gravitating to are we'll have a vendor that does CBD oil. So he's going to be doing a presentation on that. Um, we've got sound massage experts that'll be coming in. Um, we've got yoga practitioners. We've got um, a hypnotist. We've got some mindset folks that'll be coming in to help you kind of realize your goals. So it's a it's a whole it kind of runs the gamut and fres- festival passes actually include food as well. So um, we're working with um, Door County Farm Dinners to curate a really great assortment of foods. And it's going to be really gonna be really great. Yeah, that's ex- that's exciting. I mean, I was just part of the past the publication conference at the Crest Center a couple of weeks ago for Write on Door County and a great crowd of burgeoning or experienced writers and discussions for a couple of days. Now you've got the um, the Everyday is Earth Day Festival, the Wellness Festival. You guys have so much stuff going on over there. Is it hard for you to keep track of it all or? Well, I'm, if. If we were doing a festival in the middle of the summer, that would be a different story because the summer is going to be pretty busy. But it's been really fun to sort of like, you know, in the early spring, kind of try to pull some of these things off because this is our first year for the Everyday is Earth Day Festival and the Wellness Festival. So, And the first year is always the easiest. Oh, right. Exactly. (laughs) 
you you work out all the kinks. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So the other cool thing about the wellness festival is that when you buy your ticket, you can choose what are called immersion excursions, which take you off of the Crest property and you get to go do cool things like work with Leslie Lee Line. Um, she has this business. It's called the Spirit of the Horse and Heart, which she does similar to like equine therapy. So you work with horses to kind of work through, you know, things that are going on in your life. And then we have a chakra workshop at Serenity Bridge. We've got Tai Chi classes. We have the anatomy of a health food store which is really interesting. You actually go through greens and grains with a nutritionist and they mm. kind of like tell you about, you know, maybe it's for someone who wouldn't try things like vegan cheese or vegan sausage or dairy alternatives, but you go through the grocery store and they kind of run you through all these different things and, you know, the nutrition benefits and yeah. So are there like land trust hikes or anything as part of this as well or excursions um, like that? There, or? Yeah. So there are a couple of hikes with Lake Ledge Naturalist. She is doing one that is creating a sense of place map. So basically it's, you know, you're hiking and you're kind of doing some reflection and I'm not exactly sure where she's going on that hike, but I, I think it's somewhere in the Egg Harbor area. And then there's also another one that she's doing up at Newport. So great. Yeah. If anybody wants to learn more information about the pavilion's upcoming events or the Everyday is Earth Day festival that's going on this weekend, where can they find out more? So you can find out more information um, for Earth Day is Everyday at crestpavilion.org slash edd. And then for the Door County Wellness Festival, you can go to doorcountywellnessfestival.org. Is it edd fest? Yeah, edd fest or edd. We'll get you there. Well, great. Thank you so much for stopping in and chatting with us, Jess. And I'm looking forward to all of the cool events that are coming up. All right. Thanks for having me. We've got a couple more things that I want to wrap up with this week. Uh, Miles, you just told me about Bar Wars on Saturday. Can you tell me what that is? Yeah. So Husby's is hosting this year's Bar Wars. I think it's the third annual and it's basically a bunch of bartenders. I think teams of bartenders from up to 10 different bars compete to make uh, the best recipe. They have some sort of physical challenges such as like carrying a tray of water like around a dining room and over obstacles and trying not to spill it and you have to do it kind of like in a relay to get the best time. It tends to be a, a pretty cool event if people are there to heckle the bartenders as well. But a lot of good cocktails. I think Husby's probably has a house cocktail for this one. And that's going on Saturday night. I think uh, Husby's is hosting because I think they won it last year. And I think maybe Alexander's won it the year prior. So yeah, it should just be a pretty fun time. I might end up there after doing the Barney Fun Run. That fun run will get me my day's exercise and my outdoor activities and may end up just at, at Husby's for Bar Wars. If any of the participants of Bar Wars are listening, might I make a suggestion for the future of the event? If you do it one weekend later, you can do it on May the 4th and make it a Star Wars Bar Wars. <laughs> and then everybody can dress up. Yes, but they can't do that because Husby's has to host our post-marathon party on the 4th. Oh, that's right. It, the marathon's on the 4th, right? Yeah. Is it Star Wars themed? No, but it... Might I make a suggestion? <laughs> it, it, there, I'm sure that somebody's going to be in some sort of Star Wars costume. A couple other things this weekend. There's a bunch of school plays going on. Uh, first up, The Little Mermaid Junior is at St. John Bosco's Catholic School. It's a 70-minute adaptation of Disney's The Little Mermaid and features a cast of middle school age performers. So if you want to go see something really adorable, you can go <laughs> check them out. You can also check out School of Rock at the Sturgeon Bay High School based on the iconic hit movie. This irresistible new musical follows Dewey Finn, a failed wannabe rock star who decides to earn a little bit of extra cash by posing as a substitute teacher at a prestigious prep school. Have you seen School of Rock? I have not. The, oh, movie? the movie? Yeah. 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 I the love Jack Black the movie. One? 
Yeah. Um, I, I really like the Broadway show too. I've only listened to the soundtrack. My only problem is instead of just making the character of Dewey like his own thing, he, he's Jack Black. But he's not played by Jack Black. So it's very weird. Like hmm. you're like, oh, yeah. that guy's just doing a Jack Black. I- imitating thing. Jack Black. Yeah. Right. It's a lot. And then speaking of high school musicals, next weekend, Hello My Baby opens at Gibraltar High School, celebrating Gibraltar School's centennial. This is a musical tribute to the songs of Tin Pan Alley. And I wanted to plug it uh, because I'm doing a lot of work for it. Uh, me and my wife are doing the musical direction and then I'm doing the projection. And it's been a lot of fun. I'm really proud of the students and they're they're getting ready to uh, jump into Tech Week on Monday. So so be uh, their last little push before the show is uh, ready to be seen. That's awesome. You do a lot of stuff with the the theater groups up here. Yeah, I, I try to stay involved as much as I can, uh, especially with the Gibraltar High School. This is our third year of working with them, and we've seen people start as freshmen and continue on, and that's been really cool. So next year, we'll be saying goodbye to some people that we met three years ago uh, as they go on to graduate, but it's been cool. And it's, it's great to see the students learn and, and progress and, and, and get further and further along every year. I guess you probably see even more so than my experience coaching basketball, where you see people like kids add to their skill set and add to their and get some confidence on a court. But you probably really see it come out in a in a confidence way, like in a in terms of just like their their personalities come out. Right. On stage. Well, uh, a lot of what we're doing is is really trying to get people comfortable with themselves. So like on the basketball court, you might see somebody's skill improve over time. Um, and we we see that too. But the other part that's interesting is uh, no matter what, every year the students are going to be playing the same game and working on the same set of skills. Whereas yeah. each time we do a new show, we might be introducing new things for them to learn, like accents or different types of character works or different types of music. Um, we've done, we're doing Tin Pan Alley this year. Uh, last year was more of a contemporary show. We did The Adams Family the year before that. So Every year you get to put these students into new positions and try to push them in different directions and see how they handle it. And then you find out like this kid who maybe didn't really pop pop out to you in a different play or setting, probably his his or her skills might be better suited to the next year's edition. And you're like, whoa, didn't know this kid had it in him. Right. Or you've got a person who comes in as a freshman and you put them in the ensemble and they start to to gain confidence and grow their abilities. And then by the time they're a junior, they're the lead in the show. Like that's, it, it's so cool to be able to like slowly build up people's confidence over time and, and get them to a point where they, you know, just wanted to do it because their friends were in it. And now they love doing it and they really want to, to, to perform their heart out. That's really great. And finally, there's some live music going on this weekend. On Saturday at the Door County YMCA in Fish Creek, you can check out the Griffin String Quartet, the Midsummer Music's resident string quartet. Were these the guys who came by to the Pulse office over around Christmas and did Christmas caroling? That might be, but I, I wasn't in the office for it. I only got to see your video after the fact, which was really freaking cool. Yeah, I think that they are. So if you want to get a little sneak peek of, of the sound that these guys have, you can check out the video that we took when they were here at the Pulse office. That's on our Facebook page. It's probably posted to DoorCountyPulse.com as well. Small Forest is going to be performing at the Crest Pavilion with songs inspired by nature and their love of it. Song topics range from fracking and the rising sea levels to tree love and our powerful connection with nature. So this is going to be part of the Every Day is Earth Day festival that's going on there. Interesting choices for, for songs like, you never hear a song about fracking. No, no, that, that has not been in uh, me, my wheelhouse to date. It is now. 
Also on Saturday, the Lower Fifth will be at the Door County Brewing Company, incorporating folk, rock, R&B, reggae, country, and bluegrass to produce a unique blend of Midwestern soul that swings, sways, rocks, and wails. That's all the genres. Yeah. Just, they just decided to put them all together. And <laughs> they just said, it's music. Yeah. All of the music. They're going to perform every song. Yeah. But uh, they're going to be good because I haven't seen anyone at the Brewing Company that hasn't been good. So Right. Miles, where am I going to see you this weekend? Uh, I'm going to hit the Barney Fun Run, probably going to end up at Bar Wars. Hopefully, if the weather is anything like it is today, I'm getting outside as much as possible. I get the fat bike out a little bit. Can't, def- can't hit any trails yet. It's too muddy, but sure. I'm definitely going to hit up the Crest Pavilion for their three-day festival. Uh, oh, yeah, and I'll be speaking at the Friday night, every day is Earth Day Festival, moderating the, the housing panel. Right. I do want to come for that. That sounds really interesting. And then I'm probably going to have to go check out the peepers at the Ephraim Nature Center. Yeah, yeah you're, just go- because you're going to. <laughs> I, I need to see them in person now that I've found out what they are. Well, thank you so much, Miles, for chatting with me, and I look forward to seeing you again soon. This is great as always, Andrew. Exclusive content, check us out at DoorCountyPulse.com or pick up this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse available every Friday. Don't forget to subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast to get new episodes delivered straight to your device twice a week. Thank you for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. Door County Pulse.